process going on, but mankind won't be destroyed. The fact that you and I are working here today is evidence of that evidence. And welcome to another episode of Really Real Relationship Talk. As always, I am your host, your girl, Madam Real Talk, and today I got a hot topic for you. Yes. Not hot topic because I don't want nobody coming after me, but it's a it's a good topic to talk about. Okay, so you know, as always, me and my girls sitting around having some wine, red Moscato, sipping, talking, and we was talking about, you know, everybody's always telling you, watch out for the red flags, watch out for the red flags. So we all know what the red flags is, you know, like abusive, aggressive, blah, 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 blah. But what is it that you're actually looking for to find the red flags? That's what we're going to talk about today on Really Real Relationship Talk, okay? So, we're going to get right into it because this is a juicy topic. And literally, right before I jumped on here to start recording, I was just talking to my sister about it. And it was just going too far. So, I was like, girl, let me get off of this and record this session. Because it's true. All right. So, we know... We know basically what the red flags is. Trifling is. Um, the red flags is basically anything you don't want. Okay? Anything you don't want in a relationship. You don't want no one who's physically, mentally, or emotionally abusive towards you. You don't want someone who um, not good with money or like horrible with money. They're trifling. Their hygiene is bad. Like they don't treat women very well. Um... Or, you know, they don't treat, you know, their partner in a relationship very well. These are all the red flags that you're looking for. Like, we know what the red flags is. So, that's not what we're about to talk about. We're about to talk about the situations that bring about these red flags, right? So that you know what these red flags is. So, first we're going to start with how they treat um, females close to them. And I don't care what your sexual preference is. This is for everyone. How do they treat the females close to them? Because we all come from a mother, you know, and it doesn't matter anything on anything about your sexual preference or anything like that. We should all have that equal amount of respect for not only one, your mother, but you're like elders. So, you know, if you want to know if somebody is disrespectful to women and they just playing it up with you, see how they treat their mama. See how they treat their mama. Now, I hear y'all, even through here, yelling at me, be like, what about if your mama ain't shit? What about if your mama, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. Like, me and my father, we don't have a good relationship, but I respect him. Um, not, well, I don't respect, I respect his position, you know, his role in my life. That, yes, I would not be here if it was not for him. I appreciate that. I respect you enough to just walk away. You know, and just not even try to beef with you. Just wish you the well. Go on with your life. I go on with my life. My mother's deceased, so I don't know about how that is. But I'm just saying parent-wise. So I got to use the parent I got left. So, yeah, and I think that would work either way, too. Like, not just only how they treat their mothers, but how they treat their parent. Because you don't want someone who's, like, disrespectful to their father and all nice to their mother. Whether it's a male or female, that means they have a problem with males and there's something else there personally that they need to work out before they get in a relationship with you okay 
And I'm just saying, so that goes either way you go. So that's the first uh, way to find one of those red flags that you be looking for. Watch how they treat the females close to them. Uh, or what, And watch how they treat their elders. I'm going to throw that together. I'm not going to just say parents because some people was not raised by their parents. Me personally, I was raised the majority of my life by my grandmother. And then the other half of my life, I was raised by my stepmother. So I'm just going to say they're elders. Watch how they treat their elders. I just don't like anyone who's disrespectful to their elders. To me, that's a red flag. That's a red flag for me, y'all. Respect your elders. Even if your elders is ugly and fucking disrespectful because sometimes they can be. And I'm just keeping it real. Sometimes elders are extremely disrespectful, especially if they're racist, um, sexist, or, you know, whatever issues that they have, ism that they got going on with them, you know, those things tend to pour out, especially when they're older. They think that they have the right to be disrespectful and that you've got to take that stuff. I'm just saying, depends on the situation. But watch out how, how they treat their elders and their close, you know, people to them. Okay, that's one. All right. Now, this is a big one. Oh, this is a big one. And everybody should know this off top. This is a surefire way to find, a, to see the red flag of that they don't take you seriously. How they introduce you. Who does not know that? You know, how they introduce you. So if I be like, this is my friend, you know, the, I mean, like, if you feel like you're in a relationship, it's a red flag if somebody introduces you as their friend. Oh, hell no. Or if they be like behind closed doors, they tell it, you know, we got this. I'm not getting this out of nowhere. We got the understanding that we together, but you too afraid to tell anybody else that we together? Red flag. And this goes for social media too. I'm going to say it. If their status remains single on social media and y'all supposed to be together, red flag, red flag, they're a cheater red flag they're hiding you or they're a cheater period it's a red flag don't go for the hype people come with that bullshit and i'm calling it bullshit i'm calling it bullshit people come with that bullshit oh you could be in a relationship everybody ain't got to know you in a relationship yeah but you're not gonna be running around with your status as motherfucking single when you in a relationship i don't give a fuck if it's just for shits kicks and giggles you better claim me Period. Because I'm not something that can hide. Like Lizzo say, uh, like Lizzo said in her song, y'all got me fucked up. That is a red flag. I don't care what anybody says. Leave your comments below because I know you're going to want to debate me. But if you're talking about, like one guy said, I had made a comment about this before on my Facebook page. Um, and one guy had said, what if it's to protect them? You shouldn't be dating. If you got to claim that you single to protect who you with, then you need to be by your motherfucking self until you fix that issue. Like, sorry. <laughs> that was so good, the bell flipped. Okay? Okay? I'm just telling you. Like, stop coming with the excuses. That's just excuses. If you can't claim me in any fashion, period, if you're not introducing me as who you're with, that's a red flag. You're not taking me serious. We're not together. Um, period. Or if you, like, one of you don't introduce me or you introduce me something other than this is my significant other, that's a red flag. That's a red flag. It lets you know, like, if, especially if they introduce you to their friends, like they homies or homegirls, like, yeah, this is my man. 
or yeah, this is my uh, girl, this is my boo thing. And then when you when they get around their family, yeah, this is my little friend. Let's you know right there, they playing games, playing games. That is that's gonna let you know all kind of red flags. It's gonna let you know if they take you seriously, if they a cheater, like if they playing games, if they still dealing with somebody else that they family know about. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, y'all know. Don't play with me, y'all know. Okay. Mm. Their character. Characteristic red flags. One best way to find out anybody's characteristic flags, red flags, is to see how they talk about their friends. And I'm doing air quotes because you can't see that here in podcast land. But um, friends, in air quotes, how they talk about their friends when they're not around. Like, when you become in an intimate relationship with someone, people pillow talk a lot in relationships. And I don't, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and lie. In my younger life, when I, maybe when I was in my 20s, um, I maybe pillow talked with my husband. So it happens, but I learned not to even pillow talk with him because now we're divorced. So... You know, pillow talking can be really bad, and so, but you need to pay attention to it when, when your significant other is doing that. How are they talking about their friends when they're not around? You know, if you're dogging these people out, like dogging these people out every day, and you go out and willingly participate and hang out with these people, it says a lot about who you are. You know, birds of a feather flock together, so now it's going to make me look at your friends and look at you. Because the same characteristics you're pointing out and laughing about your friends is like bringing out all kind of flaws and issues about you and who you are as a person to even do that, for me anyway. That's a red flag for me. If you call them your friend and you're dogging them out behind their back, it's different with family. <laughs> I know that's going to, some people going to be like, oh, that sounds so horrible, but keeping it real, you have to be, you know, interactive with family sometimes. You know, but you, you can't choose your family, but you can choose your friends. So if you are choosing to hang out with these people that you don't like and you're dogging them out behind their back, then that says a lot about you. Like, why, if you think these people around you are so dusty or whatever, why are you hanging out with them? Does that mean you have an inferiority complex? Is that what that means? Like, you know what I'm saying? So you hang around with people who you think is doing less than you so you can feel better about who you are? Watch out for those things. It's, it's so true. Like, not even just for your significant other, but for friends. But that's just, like, definitely a red flag for me. Because if you're going to dog your friends out behind their back, ain't no telling how the fuck you're talking about me when we going through our issues to your friends or your family. That's how I look at it. So I think that's a red flag. I mean, you know, that's a scenario to find a red flag. Okay. Another one, how they act when they're under pressure or upset. Okay, so we know the red flag for this one is, you know, you want to see their anger. You want to see, you know, what, what level their anger goes to. You're doing anger, you know, monitoring. Basically, with this. So if you're with someone who, you want to, I mean, not even if they get angry, you want to pay attention, period, because if the shit gets hot and they just fold Oh, that's a huge red flag. Who wants to be with someone who folds under pressure? I don't. I don't want to be with somebody who folds under pressure. I am not the type of person who um, you either um, 
face fear and fight or you run. And I'm the type that's going to fight. I can't be paired with a runner. So I definitely need to know how you act when you're under pressure because I'm not going to run. I'm going to stay and I'm going to fight if it's right. No matter what it is. If it's for my kids, my family, myself, my business, my relationship, I'm going to stand and fight. So I don't want to stand and I don't want to be with somebody who's going to run every time shit get hot. I true life have been in a relationship like that. I'm not going to lie. My last relationship was like that. My last serious relationship was like that. Anytime shit got a little bit too hot, pew, 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 he was gone. You know what I'm saying? I know that's not something that I want. Like, that's not something that I can ever take seriously, ever. Because I, I, I face fear and I fight and I rise. I don't run. So I definitely can't be paired with a runner. I, I don't need someone who's going to break down and have a meltdown every time something goes wrong. You know, you can't be sitting in a corner crying and, oh, Lord, I can't do it. Uh, every time something goes wrong. I can't. I'm a solution maker. So I need the type of person who's going to be like, okay, shit, this is what's going on. Fuck. Okay, like, right. Let's get together. Let's sit down. Let's. Hey, let's work this out. What can we do? This is what we got to do. We got to do this, do this. All right, you ready? You ready? We ready. Let's go. That's what I need, period. So it is definitely a red flag for me to see how people act under pressure. I want to know how you act under pressure. And then also, not only if you fold, but if you do too much. Some people do too much when pressure rises. Then they, some people, I just, it's so many scenarios you can get, red flags you can get out of this scenario. For one, if pressure's on and you make shit worse because you all over the place, because you're doing too much, you don't know how to like slow down, think, strategize, and get things in place. I don't want somebody who makes shit worse when they under pressure. Yeah, because I've been in a situation like that. Like, you're just making shit worse. You know, like, it's not even making the shit better. And I'm not going to lie. I'm going to keep it real, real moment. At one point in my life, I was the type of person who would just, like, break down and fucking cry. Anytime this shit got wrong, anytime it was pressure in my personal life, not business, but personal life, right? So I had to work on that, and I did get that worked out. That was, like, in my early to mid-20s. Um, but before I hit 30, I had had that worked out. But I'm not going to sit here and not keep it real and make it seem like I ain't never folded to pressure. Well, I really didn't fold it, but I was like, I would still get it done, but I would have to cry about it first. Now I don't have to cry about it first. I just be like, fuck, this is what we got to do. Let's get it done. You know, before I'd be like, oh God, I mean, get it together, get it together, go. Now I just be like, all right, this is what it is. All right, psh, let's get this done and let's just get, get it over with. So, yeah. And thankfully, you know, one thing I can say about my ex-husband is he is not the type of person who would just cry in the face of pressure. He he was always one of those people who would be like, let's get it together and let's go. So if nothing else, I did learn that from him. You know, like he, you know, like, get your motherfucking ass together. We ain't got time to be sitting around and crying. We ain't got time for that. You could take a moment after we get this shit worked out. And you can take a hallelujah moment after we get this this worked out. I'm just being real. So, yeah, he really did help me with that. So, But it is something that I look out for. I don't want somebody who, I'm not that, I'm not him. So, you know, I don't want, I need somebody who's already, like, good to go.
you know, when pressure, especially if we, if I'm in a relationship, I feel like that's when I really need a man to step and step up and lead when like the pressure is pressure. Like, okay, you're the head of the household. It's time for you to step up and lead. I don't want no man who can't do that. So that's another reason why I look for how they act under pressure. But what about how they act when they upset? Like, do they just, first of all, let's talk about it. I don't want no man who's a punk. I don't want to be, no feminine energy wants to be with a masculine energy that they feel like can't protect them, period. I mean, that's just what it is. I don't want to be with uh, a masculine energy, you know, that can't protect me. That's why I'm with, like, that's one of the reasons I'm with you. Like, I don't know if that's one of the reasons why I'm with you, but it's like an unsaid, but said thing like you know you know as being the feminine energy in a relationship you look for that masculine energy to be able to protect you so if you're too passive i don't like people who are too passive when when shit get hot you don't know how to defend yourself you definitely ain't gonna know how to defend me um or you don't back me up like i'm gonna tell y'all a situation there was a situation where where someone came to me about a guy who had contacted me. A guy had contacted me. I've been on him. We had an off and on relationship, right? Um, he contacted me to like start things up again. And then somebody else contacted me to be like, hey, he's still with his baby mama. So I, you know, I cut him off. Because they sent proof. And I, the person who told me ain't have no reason to lie. But not without confronting him. What the fuck is the reason to confront her, you know? There's no reason to say anything to her. It's him. He lied, right? So I confront him with the situation. Now, this is how he acted when he was upset. He immediately attacked me. Like, he never even, like, looked at anything. He immediately attacked me, knowing that there was no reason for me to come for you whatsoever. That was a good example to me about how he acted when he's upset. It let me know that that's not somebody that I want to be with. You know, somebody who becomes extremely violent when you're upset. That's not somebody who I want to be with in particular. Nobody wants to be with somebody who's like extra violent and extra all over the place when anytime they get upset. I don't want somebody who's going to cry. I don't want, want someone who's a coward. It's like a balance. But at the same time, it's like you can't ask for things that you're not willing to do yourself. So, you know, everything I'm saying, I'm willing to do myself, you know. It'd be red flags that you got to watch with me too, shit. Oh, here go another one. Somebody said how they act in public. Ah, that is a red flag. Ah, I don't want somebody who just acts an ignorant fool in public. But at the same time, like, don't get it misconstrued. I want somebody who's going to stand up for me, but you only act a fool if it's necessary. You know, everything, every action does not require an action. I don't want somebody who always needs attention. So in the public eye, you always want everybody who to look at you and see you and, oh, that's too much. You know what I'm saying? Like someone who's always loud and doing the most when you're in public, to me, that's a red flag. I, you want, you an attention craver. I ain't got time for that. So, so. Of course, lies hit the list. That's always an action that's going to show you red flags. But I think what's so important to think about when you're thinking of lies, 
when it comes for red flags is the small ones. If you're willing to, to lie to me about the smallest, smallest shit, ain't no telling what the fuck you hiding. Let me say that again. If you're willing to hide, to lie to me about small shit, ain't no telling what the fuck you hiding. That's what I'm looking for. The small lies. Don't come to me with small lies. That will make me not trust you. Period. I don't like when people lie. I mean, nobody likes when anybody lies, but especially if you're going to extra length to tell me to cover up something so small and minuscule, that means that you have way bigger skeletons in your closet. Okay, baby, you just showing me a bone. Um, you got a whole skeleton buried somewhere and I'm just not going to trust you. Lies period is a red flag period. They're hiding something. Anybody who tells a lie is telling a lie for what purpose to hide the truth. So yes, you're hiding something. If you lie, it's always a red flag. Kids, how they treat yours in theirs. That's a red flag for me. Like I don't want someone who, um, would treat their children better than mine, but I also don't want someone who would come and think that they're going to treat my children less than theirs, if that makes any sense. Um, I don't expect them to do for my children what they would do for their children, but at the same time, you're not going to make my kids feel any kind of way, and I'm not going to make your kids feel any kind of way. I'm going to have my own, you know, you should have your own relationship with the other person's child. This is what bothers me. Like, I don't think that you necessarily have to go above and beyond to make a connection with someone's child because sometimes kids could just be assholes. Yes, I said it. Kids could sometimes just be assholes and they just don't want to see mommy with anybody else but daddy even though they've been divorced for five years. So, you know, you got to watch that too. But it's how the person you're with responds to your kid. Like... Any, if I, I don't have any daughters, but if I had a daughter and if I was ever dating a man and he came in and picked my daughter up and set him on his lap, I'm automatically picking my daughter up and I'm cutting you off. And that may be some personal shit that I got going on, like some shit. I was taught in my black family and my black home growing up. But no, there's no reason why any man should have no little girl, especially if it's not your daughter, sitting on your lap and all up in your face like that. There's a problem with that, you know? So there's a way for you to be loving towards her without all that extra, you know. But at the same time, like, I want someone to come in and give an effort towards my kids, but I don't want them to kill themselves making an effort to, you know, be cool with my kids, especially if my kid is acting like a little butt face. That doesn't give you permission to be an asshole towards my kids, but it does give you permission to, like, not go above and beyond, you know, to try to make my, like, don't try to buy my kids. I don't like that because it feels like you'll try to buy me and you're probably buying your kids. If you don't ever see your kids, if you don't ever have your kids or every time I see you with your kids, you're being extra harsh on your kids. I don't like that. Um, for me, it's a red flag. Like don't, don't like try to, if you tell me you have kids, I expect you to be spending time with your kids. Not with the baby mama, but with your kids. So, you know, I don't like, and, you know, if you treat my kids good and you treat your kids bad, that's a red flag for me. If you treat my kids bad and treat your kids good, it's a red flag for me. It's a way to do it to where you could, every, you just, you know, respect the kids 
in that they are little growing adults, you know, and respect their feelings. It's a way to do it. Watch out for that. But at the same time, don't forget, kids can be assholes too. So they could just be like purposely like pushing your partner's buttons. And that's where you come in and you fix that shit. Don't let that shit just slide. Like don't let your kid act the fuck crazy on your partner or your significant other or your intended um, just because they feel some kind of way. Put your foot down. I don't give a fuck what's going on. Right is right. Anyway, so another red flag is, oh, these last two. We got two more. These last two is like probably the most important. How they spend their money. Watch how they spend their money. That is a red flag for so many things. It lets you know if they're stingy, if they're like not good with money. So if they're going to blow their money, they're going to blow yours too. Or, you know, if they just cool. They could just use a little assistance on getting this shit right. It's important for you to know how they spend their money. For real, like you can want, you need to watch that shit. Like if you're dating someone and like it's where they put you, where you put your money is where you put your priorities. So that's one. So if every time you get paid, you're going out and you're buying liquor and that's the majority of your paycheck. Not only do you have an alcoholism problem, you are horrible with money and you're not about to get with me and think you about to jack my Mac. Okay. Like see where they spend their money at. Like if when you get paid and you're paying your bills and maintaining yourself, then that means that it's not going to be an issue with me and my funds, right? A lot of times guys look for a woman, maybe not a lot of times. Let me not speak out of turn. I'm, I'll retract this statement. I'll say sometimes as a woman, it feels like as a, as a independent, successful woman, financially successful, I would say, I'm not like fucked up. I could do better. Um, and that's why I'm going celibate and I'm working on that. But, um, Pretty much, I know what I'm doing. Um, it's like guys want a girl who needs them. And I hear that a lot. You don't need me. But what about someone, instead of asking you for money, someone who can help you make money? Instead of somebody who's always taking money from you, they can help you make more money. You know? But a lot of people don't think about it like that. I don't know. I digress. Anyway, I'm just saying, watch how they spend their money. Because if you got somebody who's living with somebody else, but they, but they spending their money on all kind of other stuff, like they have a habit of any kind, like any kind of habit, like you you smoke weed, cigarettes, or drink, and you don't have your own place, that's a problem to me. It's a red flag to me. It makes me know that I don't ever want to have you on my account because you would not do right by my money. Because something is wrong with how you spend your money, especially if you have an income. You know, something is wrong with that. So, I definitely want to know how they spend their money. And then, like, one person said this, how they tip. And so, I told them it falls under how they spend their money. But if they tip, if you go out on a date, if you don't know it or not, people pay attention to that. I pay attention to that. I always tip when I go out, on, when I go out to eat anywhere, period. Sometimes I tip at my nail shop because it really does depend. I mean, wherever I go, I tip depending on um, their performance, right? But if I see, if I go out to a restaurant with a guy, the performance, I mean, you know, like the server was immaculate, the food was great, 
and he just doesn't tip because he's cheap, that's a problem with me. Like, okay, I can understand if, okay, shit, all I got is like $10 or all I got is like a couple of ones. Okay, I'm glad to know that you tipped because it's a two-step process, right? One, did you tip? And two, how much did you tip? Okay? I don't like a man who don't tip. I'm not going to lie because I tip. And I feel like it's not nothing about, it has to do with um, empathy. Like, you don't have empathy or sympathy for other people's situations and where they are. At least this person is out here trying. They did a really great job of servicing you. So let me tip you a little extra, a little something extra besides what you made. I don't know. To me, I've I, that's just how I was raised. So it may be one of those things that was implanted in me from the beginning because anytime I've ever went out to eat, my dad always tipped. Um, or whoever I went, I always tipped. I've always tipped. And then the amount that you tip. Like, if you ain't got it like that, but you make an effort to tip something, it doesn't really matter about the amount to me. But if you are, like, well-to-do and you tip, like, fucking $2 um, and the service was really good, I have a problem with that. Something is wrong with you. You're stingy. If you're going to be stingy with a waiter, shit, you're going to be stingy with me. Like, I'm not stingy with my money, but at the same time, I'm not loose with my money. I need somebody who's, like, equally yoked like that as well because we're not about to be playing about my money honey and or your money and i want to know how you spend it so y'all leave a comment let me know which i think okay the last thing but like i said the last two are like amongst the most important is your hygiene and how they dress okay i don't really say i don't want to say how they dress oh yes you can say how they dress okay I say how they dress excluding the working man. Because if I meet you and you in a work uniform, uh, and it may be dirty, that's not going to turn me off. But if I meet you and you have your pants hanging off your ass and you dress to the equivalency of that of my teenage 16-year-old son, like it looks like, yeah, you know, I don't want to date you. And that's because... And for me, it's an age preference thing. I am a year away from 40. And I don't want no man who wants to look like a child. For me, it shows immaturity on so many levels. It has nothing to do with fashion for me. Like, you can still wear that same outfit and have your pants up on your ass and look good. You know, I don't want someone also who dresses like my teenager every day. Like, I'm not going to lie, sometimes I have my little moments where I want to wear something that may not be considered mature for my age, um, but I don't dress like that every day. I also don't dress like extra sophisticated every day in suits and ties. And I'm going to be honest, I don't want no man who dresses like that either. I don't want a man who wears a cardigan every day. You need to be able to fucking relax sometimes. Like, if you have to wear that for work, that's one thing. But if you're wearing it just because you like it for leisure, I'm not, that's just me personally. It's not a red flag. To me, it's just more or less of a, it's a personal red flag that he may not be your type, Manasha, because you are not, you, you are a relaxed person. You know how to chill the fuck out, you know. That's just not my style. I don't want someone who one who wears mom jeans every day either. 
Um, but I don't want someone who wears fucking name brand everything that they got. Like, you look like a walking billboard. I don't want that either. There's a middle ground, so... And then, you know, what, how they dress. To me, it speaks to your level of maturity or where you are in life versus where I am in life. And it'd be a better, better mashup if I wasn't walking around with someone who has their pants hanging off their ass, showing their butt cracks in nasty dookie stains. And yes, that did happen to me. One guy I know, he had his pants. I never told him. But he had his pants hanging, but this is deja vu for me too. But he had his pants hanging like a little below his ass. And there was a like dookie stain. Yeah, it was a straight up like, it looked like he sharded on himself. It's not attractive. It's very nasty. And had you had your pants all the way up, I wouldn't have never even known that happened. It was disgusting regardless. I had to scrub my seats. But anyway, um, yeah, so I pay attention to how they dress. That's red flags for all kind of shit. And it's red flags for their hygiene. Because, look, I'm a hustler too. But I don't wear the same motherfucking clothes three days in a row. Okay? You don't see me wearing the same clothes three days in a row. If you don't get your motherfucking nasty ass in the shower, ain't nobody hustling like that like they used to back in the day, like standing on a motherfucking block. Nigga, take your ass a bath. I don't want to be with you. You stink. You nasty. I don't care. And then some of them do be like, oh, but they take a shower and put the same shit back on. Nikki, you still nasty because this gonna, you still smell like dirt in the outdoors and must. It's nasty. No, like I don't like nobody. If I see you and you look like you've been wearing the same outfit for four days straight, A, don't think, no. Like every time, like, what about this? What about if this person dresses fly every day and then y'all get in a committed relationship? And then they start just dressing like crap every day after y'all already together. That could be another show. That's something to think about. I don't like that shit either. It's shit to pay attention to, okay? That's all I'm saying. Hmm. Well, that's the last one. Well, on that note, we're going to wrap this up. But, yeah, so we know what the red flags are. Pay attention to the situations that cause the red flags, okay? Pay attention to the situations, too, because you want to make sure you're picking up all the red flags that you can before you commit with somebody, okay? So you can avoid all that extra, all right? And on that note, it's your girl, Madam Real Talk. Thank you for joining us and join us next time for another really real relationship talk. Now that's real.
Yeah, man.